You know, back when I was a theater student in my 20s, I met a much older actor, and the first words out of his mouth were, kid, let me tell you about a little thing called vaudeville. That's okay. I already know a little bit about vaudeville. Uh, it's, I guess it's just not really my cup of pie in the face, really. I don't really like that kind of vulgar, broad humor, that kind of slapstick humor. Slapstick, by the way, you may not know this. It's an actual thing. Back in the 1600s at Commedia dell'arte in Italy, they had these sticks. They'd go around whacking each other with them, and they had a little gap in them so you could hit somebody, make a loud sound, without having to hit them hard enough for it to really make a loud sound. But I digress. I don't find slapstick to be particularly funny, uh, with the exception, of course, of the Three Stooges who are comedy geniuses. But generally speaking, I find that kind of humor to be lowbrow and kind of cruel. And I don't much like practical jokes either, especially on innocent members of the public. I find those to be demeaning and, and also kind of cruel. And since we live in cruel and lowbrow and demeaning times, we are undergoing right now one of the uh, great vaudeville acts in history and that is the classic joke it's practically voltarian where you put a sign on somebody's back that says kick me you know how it works you make up a sign with a little bit of tape you walk up to somebody you know pat them on the back real hard and say hey how's it going good thanks and then as you walk across the stage people will come up and kick you and it's okay to kick you if you've got a sign on your back that says kick me the idea being, of course, that if you were too stupid to realize that people were kicking you for no reason and you couldn't figure out that there was a kick-me sign on your back, then you probably deserve to be kicked. You know, throughout history, there are basically two different kinds of people, and I say people meaning tribes of people. There are the takers and there are the makers. And there are people out there right now who are looking at us, who want the stuff that we have. Whether you like to believe that or not, it's absolutely true. And right now, this country is walking around with the most gigantic kick-me sign on its back that I've ever seen. What makes this big kick-me sign? Well, let's start with this first part right here. Here's uh, President Asterix, Joe Biden at a marshmallow soft CNN town hall meeting where Anderson Cooper is doing his very, very best to help him along. But I want you to take a look at a moment here that certainly got my attention. You had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, this was just near-term inflation. The Wall Street Journal recently talks to like 67 uh, financial experts who said that they, they saw high inflation going all the way or deep into 2022. We used to have a term that was pretty common when somebody would get into a situation like that. We'd say, man, you guys got vapor lock. That's what vapor lock looks like right there. You're looking right at it. That is vapor lock. That is a guy who does not know where he is, what he is about to say, what he is supposed to say. The clenched fists, that look of absolute utter confusion is somebody who is absolutely cognitively not there. And this has been going on and on and on for the last year or two since Joe's been campaigning. So... What we're basically saying, and I don't mean whispering, I mean telegraphing. I mean, we got bullhorns basically saying, kick me. There's no one in charge here. You know, the United States of America, the arsenal of democracy, that all-powerful, magnificent, mighty force of goodness and freedom in the world, nobody's running the show. There's nobody in charge. It's not just that there's a little man behind the curtain trying to pretend to be a big man. It's that there's nobody behind the curtain. This is the leader of the free world. This. Ah, good. Kick me. I'm begging you. Now, of course, 
our American system provides backups. And the second part of the big kick me sign in the back is the backup. Kamala Harris is the most inauthentic person I have ever seen. In fact, I don't know an actor good enough to be able to portray that level of insincerity. Here she is at a uh, thing a few weeks ago where she's talking to the best and brightest young minds about space exploration. Now, the vice president's traditionally put in charge of the space program, but space is hard. You know, it's rocket science and all. So uh, Vice President Harris decided to have a talk with the children and talk to them about how exciting space is and all the cool things they're going to see when they grow up. And so she got five of the brightest kids in America, and they all got together to talk about space and all the wonders they're going to see, and all the rainbow colors were there. It was a very diverse crowd. Of course, the only people not in that crowd of children were young white boys, but then again, you know, what do white males know about space exploration? In any event, I don't know which is more disturbing. Somebody whose insecurity is so great that they have to have this perpetual laughing, smiling kind of, ha, ha, I don't understand anything, but it's all okay. No, 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 I can't take it too seriously because, you know, ha, ha, ha. I don't know whether that's more alarming or whether it's more alarming that she doesn't realize how phony she is. Is it an absolute emotional cripple with no sense of interacting with actual humans, or is it a person who's so cognitively challenged that they're completely unaware of just how authentic this whole thing is? And it's not an either-or question, it can be both. By the way, uh, these bright science students from all over the country aren't actually bright science students. They're professional child actors that were hired to make this woman look good. You just think about that for a minute. Again, which is more disturbing? The fact that she couldn't be trusted or trust herself or her handlers or whatever couldn't handle the challenge of speaking to five actual science students. Maybe they'd ask too many interesting questions. Is that more alarming or is it more alarming that she thought that we'd never find out, that, we would, that there'd be no way that we could ever know, that these were hired actors? I mean, the kids put on a pretty good performance. Nobody can perform like Kamala Harris. Another big, fat, giant, kick-me sign on the back of the country. But here's the one that takes the prize for the, for the month anyway. Uh, this is uh, four-star Admiral Rachel Levine, uh, rightly touted for her defense of the values that this country holds dear. And, of course, that war that she's been fighting has been the war to protect America from transphobia. Transphobia like homophobia, technically means fear of transsexual people. Homophobia technically means fear of homosexuals. I don't fear homosexuals, and I don't fear transsexuals either, but I fear this. I fear this quite a lot, actually. The reason I fear this person so much is because I simply cannot imagine in my wildest Photoshop dreams of a picture that telegraphs the fundamental unseriousness, the fundamental moral rot, the fundamental weakness of the United States of America than this image right here. This one takes the cake, or the pie in the face, if you're so inclined. Now, we've got a giant kick me sign on our back, and it's going to be there for a while. So, does this trinity of silliness worry me? It does. 
it worries me because there are people out there who are, in fact, constantly looking for a fight. And we're not one of them. We don't go around thinking, boy, sure would be nice if we could take some of that Yemeni territory. We don't do that at all. We generally mind our own business, believe it or not, and try to keep the world safe for other people to mind their own business. But the people who do want to take things from other people look at this and they say, it's probably now or never. Because whether you like it or not, the United States isn't Switzerland. We're not Finland. You know? We're not. We're not Indonesia. We're not even Canada or Australia or Great Britain. We are the force for freedom in the world. And when that force wears faces like this, it is telegraphing to the rest of the world, especially our enemies, that now is the time to kick us, and it may be now or never. So does this uh, Three Stooges panel mean that we're going to be attacked? No, it doesn't mean we're going to be attacked. It means we're more likely to be attacked. And, okay, we've been attacked before. If it happens again, this joke of a president and this joke of a vice president and this joke of a four-star admiral will be replaced by serious adults who have real competence, and they'll do what they have to do, and we'll, we'll take our, our beating, and then we'll win. What really, really, really would scare me is not coming to pass, and that is simply this. No matter how hard they try, they are not selling this to the American people. They have got every single cylinder firing on that engine now. They've got control of information through big tech. They've got control of the narrative through, through the media. They've got control of the population through this fear-mongering campaign with Big Pharma and, and, and Fauci and all the rest of it. They've got all of their cylinders going full speed, and that entire engine of theirs has gone into vapor lock, and there's nothing they can do about it, and we know it. We know it. And they know it. So, one final thought for you. If somebody slapped me on the back enthusiastically, and a few minutes later people started kicking me, and I kind of reached around and found out that there was a big kick me sign on my back, I wouldn't be mad at the people who were kicking me. I'd be mad at the person who put the sign there in the first place. <laughs>